Hey, what's up, dumb fucks? Merry Christmas and happy Chinooka. It's me, the man with the plan, the matador who's a dad of four, the Nipsey and Poughkeepsie, the cup of tea on Regis and Kathy Lee. That's right. It's me, Adam Pecora, and welcome to uh, the final episode of the year of Requiem for a Tuesday. Uh, I guess that's that's just how I'm going to break the news on that, so <laughs> no episode next week. We're coming back 2021, bigger and badder than ever, January 5th, I think, whatever that Tuesday is, I'm locked in clearly um so this this episode you know we're going all out it's the end of the year extravaganza um which i decided right now i was going to call it that so there's not a whole lot planned <laughs> um but you know i'll try to make it fun and uh, festive if you must bust out the eggnog Bust out the strudel or, you know, whatever. I don't know what you people do. You you animals. Uh, you know, get get under the aluminum pole and uh, get ready for feats of strength because things are about to pop off. Just kidding. I don't really know what I'm saying. So let's get the show started <laughs> uh, before I ramble myself into a coma. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe to the show. Goes a long way. We got to get the growth. We got to double up 2021. I Astronomical growth only. Um, that's going to be my first t-shirt. It's going to say astronomical growth only. Not really with the t-shirt, but you get the point. So we got to go up. So let's let's keep that keep that trending upward. Um, so that's uh, numero uno. You know, end of the year plug. I'm getting everything in. Uh, so rate, review, subscribe. What else do we got? You may ask. Well, I'll tell you. Okay, there's a lot. All right? All linked in the description of this episode and the past many. I don't have an exact figure on that. But you can check them. Uh, we've got Wolf X. Lots of music. Uh, got a couple videos out. One pretty recently. On the RFAT channel, so, you know, a lot of legwork in that, literally. Walked a bunch of miles, so, you know, check it out, because uh, I was sweating. We got uh, Multiplex, a lot of stuff in the works with that. That's why that's kind of hush-hush at the moment. 2021, you know what I'm saying? It's coming. Uh, Microwave Minutes, the other show on the RFAT Audio Podcast Network. Big plans for that as well. Big drop coming. And uh, just more episodes to come. The season's wrapping up, so get ready for season two, 2021. And uh, I think that's it. That's fine. This took way longer than it should have. I'm sorry. But, you know, we got a lot of stuff. Let's get it going. So now that all the unpleasantness is out of the way, let's just get started. I'm going to do this episode a little bit backwards, I think. Because, well... You know, the people want Jolly. They want Mary. They want, oh, sweet little baby Jesus. And I don't know if this is the program for that. Um, But the holiday party's at the end. You know what I mean? You got to come to work first. You got to clock in. You got to do your duties. And then you celebrate. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to go a little role reversal. And uh, we'll do like year end. I'm going to do a a Christmas party and a New Year's party all in one. And um, yeah, you'll see what I mean. It's not going to live up to either of those titles. So, you know, but that's that's what Christmas is, isn't it? It's disappointment. It's you realize. Oh, shit, we don't have any money. (laughs) You know what I mean? You call this a present. 
Get the fuck out of here with this shit. I'll wipe my ass with this. And then, you know, you do. It's a good time. Anyway, so like I said, things are going to be a little bit backwards. We're going to open this week. Open them five minutes in. I never. It's fine. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to open this week with Sports Corner, everybody's favorite segment. Um, because I'm all the way back in. The Bears are back, and I'm ready to get my heart broken yet again. And they just keep doing it, and it's a toxic relationship. You know, we've all been in this cycle, and it'll just never get broken. You know, only I get broken. That's all that ever happens. Okay? And they look great. They look great again. You know, I mean, I think everybody's a little too hype right off the bat. You know, still with this Mitch train, it's like he threw the he tried to throw the game away and everybody's just kind of letting that go. The defense just really stepped up, you know, and I get it. They still won. So it's like fine. But, you know, they should have beat the Lions and they could be eight and six right now. You know, you have to play well for four quarters. For me to be like, okay, I trust this guy, you know? There's too much recency bias. What, all of a sudden he sat on the bench for six weeks and now he's worthy of the number two pick in the draft? I don't know if we can jump to all that, you know? So pump the brakes. But like I said, Monty, he's got the talent. He's clearly got everything you could want. We just need the O-line, and the O-line's playing. It's exactly what I've been saying. If the o- if we could just have an offensive line, ever, all the pieces are there. All the pieces are there, and I'm excited. So, look, we're playing the Jags. They're definitely going to lose now that the Jets fucked up, which I'm going to get to that. But the Jags don't want to win. Um, there, there's no reason why we should lose to them. They're clearly inferior, so I'm not really worried about it. Um, the Packers, okay, so, so this is why I'm jumping in. I'm already looking at all the scenarios we need, and I'm, like, all the way back. I'm like, okay, if this team can lose, and then, so I'm rooting for, like, 11 teams right now, it feels like, including last night. Let's just jump right in. Eagles, Cardinals, okay? Carson Wentz, what a piece of shit. Like, I'm sorry. We get it. Like, you were really good. You got the big extension. You're the shit, okay? And it must be hard for to get hurt when there's MVP talk and a guy takes your spot and wins the Super Bowl. Unprecedented. You know, I'm sure that that's tough to deal with. That must be a weird dynamic, okay? But you can't be talking shit, swinging dick about... I won't stand for this. I'm not going to be a backup. It's like, well, don't be the worst quarterback in the NFL. And then people, you know, they'll want to start you. If you play well, uh, you'll keep playing. Kind of one-on-one. I mean, I don't know why that even needs to be said, but apparently it does. Like, if when Mitch got benched for Foles, he was like, this is some bullshit, Okay. I'm the shit. It's like, who the fuck are you? They would have ran the guy out of town. Okay? If the Bears did anything right, it's not lock up Mitch three years in advance. So they're locked up for like six years for no fucking reason. Um, Because, Jesus, I would be so upset to be an Eagles fan. I mean, I would be upset to be an Eagles fan, period, because then I'd be a piece of shit. (laughs) but you know that's just how it is uh but seriously i mean who where does this guy get off you know all you do is throw picks and get sacked and jalen hurts is balling the fuck out in his place so it's like it's you know what i mean and they're like winning games they beat the saints they almost beat the cardinals which was all on the defense apparently i didn't get to see it but i mean hurts lit him up It's just that Kyler Murray also lit the Eagles up. And I was rooting for the Eagles for one of the first times, you know, that could ever happen because I fucking hate the Eagles. And, of course, they blew it. 
when I needed them to win because the Bears would have overshot the Cardinals and then we would have controlled our own destiny, I would have really been back in. Um, but, yeah, I just, especially when they're scoring points like that after playing like absolute dog shit with Wentz, it's like, dude, you got to pick the time to say it. Like, wait till the off season. wait for Hurts to have a bad game, whatever. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I guess you're justified in the way you feel, given all the extension and all that, but, like, you're just a prick. So, fuck that. Fuck the Eagles. They fucked us over, but it's okay. The Cardinals could lose again. I, I don't know. It's just like, fuck, that Lions game really bugs me. Um, But also... So if the Packers can manage to beat the Titans next week, which is certainly feasible, although I do think the Titans are great. They fucking rolled again. They played the Lions, but still. Uh, the Packers can get that win. They clinch the one seed because the Chiefs beat the Saints. So if the Packers can beat the Titans and we beat the Jags, then it's like, please, like just play Jordan Love. Or whoever, don't play Aaron Rodgers, don't play Aaron Jones, don't play Devontae Adams, and maybe we have a shot. Okay, so that we have a shot at 9-7. and seven. It's like, we could have just beat the Lions, which is fucking bullshit. We wouldn't even have to worry about it, and we could lose the game potentially, and it would be fine. Okay, we do have to root for a Cardinals loss. Now, so here's my thing. The Rams lose to the Jets. Okay, the most embarrassing loss in the season, hands down, for any team. The Jets are a joke. Everybody knows it. Okay? And so the Rams are going to be like, we got to win these next two games to really prove ourselves. Now, they could also fall out of the wild card if they lose both games, I think, potentially. I don't really know that for sure. But they're going to be like, we got to try to roll these next two games. We just lost to the fucking Jets. That's embarrassing. One of those two games against the Cardinals. So that's a big boost. I'm just rolling it all off. It's like, I, I'm desperate again. I'm just like begging for it. I'm begging for it. You know what I mean? Like, I want it to happen. <sighs> it's insane. It's going to be fucking, like, I could feel the anticipation of the misery already. Um, anyway, the Falcons are an absolute embarrassment, okay? Brady just owns Matt Ryan's life. Matt Ryan should retire, I think, because obviously 28-3 in the Super Bowl was the most improbable and craziest thing ever, and this doesn't compare on in that sense, but he just comes to the Bucks. First game against them. They're eating shit. 17 nothing and then it's 24 to 7 in the second half. Just I mean so close to 28-3. Could have been 28-3. You know. They still would have won. Uh and they win 31-27. Unbelievable. It's like you could script it. And I was kind of looking at like the game cast as I was watching you know, the Bears game, whatever game was on at the time. I don't even remember anymore. And it's just like, oh, I bet you they're almost in field goal range to tie or whatever. I bet you Matt Ryan gets sacked. And it's like, he does. <laughs> and then you watch the next couple possessions and he just keeps getting sacked like over and over again. It's like, of course. I can't believe this guy used to be feared. It was Matty Ice. I remember he torched the Bears when he was like a rookie, I think. They got the ball back with like 12 seconds. And they made, they ran like a 45-yard out. And got out of bounds. They had no timeouts. It was like literally the only play we couldn't have given up other than like a touchdown. And they gave it up, kicked the field goal, and lost. It was awful. You know? And so for a while, I was like, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. And then he, you know, he just became what he became. And it is honestly a joke at this point. I mean,. What what's the point of even having him on the team anymore? Do you really think you're going to be able to win? It is like everything ended after that Super Bowl. The peak of his career was 28 to 3, and it's over now. He's done. You know, the numbers look great. Sure, okay. So the Falcons are just the Lions. You know? You want to keep saying Matthew Stafford's elite. It's like they'd get there at some point. You know what I mean? 
because if the like if the Texans don't bounce back in the next couple of years, it's like is Deshaun Watson elite? Because the you're, they're supposed to make a difference. You know, everybody talks about how Russell Wilson has nothing. It's like, well, does he have nothing? Well, not anymore, obviously, with DK. But, you know, he had nobody around him, no supporting cast, and they kept winning. Well, it's like, does the quarterback make that much of a difference? Or are we underrating the supporting cast? Now, like, again, obviously with the Texans, it's an extreme example. They absolutely gut. <laughs> Bill O'Brien should be criminally charged. I, I think I said that before. But, I mean, he just gutted the entire team. It is horrific but i mean if they end up being fucking six and ten for the next like six years it's like who cares what his numbers are you know i don't know it's a problem that i'm not familiar with we're used to having like everything but the quarterback be good and then the quarterback being so bad that everybody's worse so it's like we have we've always had the anti-russell wilson um, but like, I don't know. At the same time, it's like, would I take Matt Ryan over Mitch? Probably yes, you know, because he could get it to Allen Robinson a lot with ease. You know, he's used to working with Julio. It's like he knows how to get the balls to his playmakers. And he's also less likely to just do dumb fuck shit. Like, I don't know. He clearly can't play with the lead, though, so it's just like, what's the point? You know what I mean? I'm talking myself out of it. No, fuck him. <laughs> That's over. Um, And then, you know, just the Jets, the most Jets win of all time is a big loss, and they're going to not get Trevor Lawrence now. Uh, which I mean, great for Trevor Lawrence because, you know, the Jags seem to have a much, they have a much better nucleus than the Jets, and who knows what's going to go on. They'll probably keep Adam Gase and be fucking stupid. Who knows? But you don't want to be on the Jets. You also probably don't want to live in Jacksonville, though. So that's a pretty rough trade-off. Although I don't know where Trevor Lawrence is from. You know, he seems like kind of a scummy southern douchebag. So, yeah. Whatever. I'm just mad because they torch Notre Dame. Which is the other the other story I wanted to get to. It's like yikes. I talked myself into it too. I was like I mean, I wasn't literally like how much of a difference could Trevor Lawrence make? Is it, but it's just like it was encouraging how well the offense of Notre Dame played. And they uh they uh could not do that again. <laughs> It was awful. It was it was rough. They're not gonna, they're not going to stand a chance against Alabama, and that was really what it was. I just needed a I needed a a little juice to be like, could they win the title? Like, is it different this year? And it's not different this year. They're never on the level, and it's it's unfair, and it's very sad. It's like, can one team I root for in football be good? I have seen, well, other than the Bulls. But that was recent enough, and it's like we get to claim Jordan, you know, that it's like we can kind of chill on that. And like, I was alive when it happened, technically, just didn't get to see it, you know. So that's one thing. Um, but, like, everybody's won a title. You know, the Blackhawks won a title, the White Sox, the Cubs, you know, those two, the two most improbable, all three of those were, like, long-standing droughts, and they all happened right within each other we were winning we were winning like crazy um i don't really have a college basketball team i kind of like duke but that's because it was like when i was a kid i was like a jj raddick guy and you know it was dope when they won with like nolan smith and john shire that was a killer team greg paulus like i loved those guys um and then they became a one and done school and i lost interest really in in college basketball as a whole, it's just pointless to me. And pretty much college football has become pointless to me too. It's just nonsense. Uh, but that's that's a whole other talk for another time. Uh, but I got to see Duke win, so I guess that that counts. But that it, that's not like I'm not like a fan, you know. And then like Notre Dame, they just break your fucking heart every time. 
You know, that Everett Golson team when they made it. They were good. Manti Teo, you know? And then, see, you knew they weren't going to win the title because he fucking got catfished. So that fucked the whole thing up. Like, if that story would have broke after the national championship game, I think they would have had a chance in the game. But you can't get catfished and then show up, try to win a title. It's not going to work. You know, and then they got trounced in the playoffs last time they made it. So it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, football team, I just want them to be good. I just want them to be good. And at least, like, I don't know. The Bulls have been competent. It's just like the Derrick Rose injury. It's tr- That's, like, tragic. You know? The Bears had one shot. And their offense was horrific. Horrific. Like, we made the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. He is so bad. You know what I mean? Like we didn't really have a chance as like a team. It's like the defense had a chance and they played like shit. So But that was it. We went to the NFC title game one year technically and like no it's like we we played the fucking Packers. Fuck. I I got to stop bringing that. See what I mean like it just hurts. It just hurts. I just want to see a successful football team that I root for. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to say. Um, but fuck Carson Wentz. What a douchebag. And uh, the Bears are back. So we got that out of the way. And, uh, yeah, that's been Sports Corner. Glad you could make it. It's basically just going to be like an NFL thing. You know what I mean? I don't really see that segment, me going too deep into the NBA season. You know, not a big regular season guy. I catch the games when I can, but it's like, come on. You know? Baseball, you know, unless I'm home in the afternoon and I happen to catch a Sox game on TV or something, you know. But I'm not going to be following along too intently. That's a playoff sport. Hockey's a playoff sport. Uh, the Cubs aren't even on fucking TV anymore. They're like, you gotta pay for everything. You know, you like have to have cable or some shit. Fuck them. You know what I mean? They ruined Wrigleyville. It's like, it looks like fucking Times Square over there now. It's like the whole point was that this used to be a neighborhood. Anyway. We'll see. We'll see what happens. It's gonna be sad. That's That's the thing too, right? It's like, I'm gonna come back. On that fucking January episode. And that's it. The fate will be decided. So that's why I really had to get into it. Um, Because, I mean, the high that I'm going to be on after that Jags win. That I'm already penciling in. And it's just like, we're going to fuck it up in the Jags game. You know? All right. That's enough. So moving on. (laughs) It's time for the Christmas party. Yay. No, look, I just wanted to say that, like, themed stuff is usually garbage, right? It's like, I definitely don't want to listen to Christmas music. You know what I mean? If music is good, it should be good all the time. I don't really understand the, like, it's snowing, so now this song is on. You know, doesn't make that song good. So just not into it. It's really my thing. Also, just a side hot take, like the national anthem, not a good song. You know what I mean? (laughs) Take that with whatever you want to take it with, but, you know, not into it. Wouldn't listen to it. Um, And I feel the same way about Christmas music. Uh, and most, like, Christmas-just-themed things. It's like, oh, here's a movie, but it's about Christmas. It's like, well, odds are that you're not going to write any real characters, and nothing, nothing's going to happen of any value to anyone, and this is going to be bad. And that's usually the case. And there's some good ones. Look, I'm not a... Christmas story hater I think a Christmas story is like the epitome of Christmas it is perfect and like that's a good movie I could watch that movie at any time 
you know, the whole like, oh my God, I can't believe they play it for 24 hours. It's like change the channel. It's on one channel. You know what I mean? You want to watch TBS that bad? <laughs> you know, I'm so upset that on this Christmas Eve, I cannot watch regularly scheduled programming on TBS. You know, how is it even a talking point? Get over it. Jesus, it's their gimmick, and it worked, because you're talking about it. Anyway, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. That is the number one Christmas movie of all time. You know, I don't know what you think your Christmas is like, or were like as a child, but uh, mine were definitely filled with that type of anxiety and pain and dread. You know, I identify with that kid's lifestyle. You know, and it's just like the same thing. The same argument happens all the time as Die Hard a Christmas movie is is Night Before Christmas a Christmas movie. Sure, watch whatever fucking movie you want on Christmas if that's the thing you're wondering. If you're wondering, is it about Christmas? Yeah, sure, technically. You know, like what are you asking? Did it come out on Christmas? Does that dignify it? Like, does that make King Kong a Christmas movie? Does that make Wonder Woman 1984 a Christmas movie? No. Like, those are obvious things. You know what I mean? You're asking because you know the answer. Right? Like, no. Die Hard was not made to sit around and eat cookies on December 25th and be like, let's bask in the holiday. But, like, is it set at the time? Without question. So just, like, yeah, sure. Who fucking cares? You know? They're both automatically yes because it's asked. Just fuck it. But it led me down a path of thinking, like, okay, if we're going to be real also, like I just mentioned don't fucking like regular Christmas movies. So it's like, I would rather watch Die Hard and The Nightmare Before Christmas on Christmas if I'm going to be watching movies because those are good movies. Right? You still following me here? It's not that complicated. I don't know why I would ask that. You know? Like I'm running in fucking MC Escher style patterns here. I think it's all pretty straight and narrow. Pecora, get it together. But I'm like, okay, so what is the list of Christmas movies, like alt Christmas movies? What's the annoying guy Christmas movie list (laughs) where I could just be a dick and say, these are the ones I want to watch or these are all my favorite Christmas movies. And it's like, why do you have to do that? (laughs) And I'm like, what? You want to argue? And then nobody wants to argue, and it's like, fine, we'll watch Black Christmas. <laughs> we'll just watch a bunch of people get murdered. Merry Christmas. But, you know, I mean, like, there's a bunch that toe the line, and when you toe the line, it's better because you're making a specific genre film. If the genre of your film is Christmas, it's probably bad. You know, like, everybody's into Elf. I get it. I like Will Ferrell, too. But fuck, that is awful. It's just, oh, look at how cute all of this is. That's not a movie. But then you look at, like, Gremlins. Insane concept. They're like, oh, put put it at Christmas time. And it's like, oh, well, that's a fucking insane movie to watch. And I'll watch Gremlins any goddamn day of the year. First of all, Gizmo... One of the most adorable creations in the history of everything? Give me a little gizmo. You know, one of the saddest things about Gremlins is that that's not real. I would take the risk. You know? I mean, the hardest part would definitely be not getting them wet. I'm kicking shit over all the time. I keep water at my feet. I don't know why I do it. But I do it. I keep doing it. I don't stop doing it. Next thing you know, you got a bunch of little gizmos everywhere, which would be great. Love to have a bunch of little gizmos, you know, but they're hungry. 
And I mean, honestly, Gremlins 2 underrated as well. Uh, a little more wacky, but, you know, it's fun. Plus, a lot more intelligent adversarial gremlins. It gets out of hand, but, like, on purpose. Brilliant. They're both brilliant movies. I love those movies. They're, like, anti-exactly what they're doing. It's great. It's great. So, you know what I mean? That's an alt-Christmas Hall of Fame. For all you um, just uh, misunderstood guys, you know, nobody really gets you. You know, you're deep. You uh, you got a lot of ideas, right? Um, but then, okay, so there was another one I watched recently, A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas. You know? And they do a lot thematically Christmas-like, but they also make a nice little Harold and Kumar movie. And is it as good as the original? No, of course not. Is it as good as Guantanamo Bay? Arguably. So there's that. You know, you think, oh, it's a few years later. Not only is it a Christmas movie, it's in 3D, and then the college humor guy's in it right away. You're like, oh, man. We might be in for a rough one. They might have really stretched it out too far this time. And then, no. It gets good quickly. You know, they start doing acid and stuff. It's just like, you know, they're clearly, they clearly didn't have a lot of money to work with. But then there's like a whole claymation thing, and then they kill Santa. It's great. So, you know, you always want to party with Harold and Kumar. But, you know, and then you go on down the list, and... You know, I think Batman Returns is technically set at Christmas. So fucking run that. Batman Returns is the second best Batman movie, period. Arguably first, you know, if you're if you're kind of off on the Dark Knight. I think I've seen it too many times to where I'm like, you know, I can I want to watch like seven scenes from the Dark Knight. I don't know if I want to like steady beyond that, you know. But that's just me. But love Batman Returns, you know, you don't even have to, what what can you say? If you haven't seen Batman Returns, get the fuck up. Do something about it right now. Um, I mean, like, Bad Santa, you know, as blatant as that gets. Didn't see the second one, didn't bother, I'm sure it's not great. But that movie's funny as shit. And I think it holds up really well. I fucking laugh my ass off at that movie. Could watch that's another one. Like you can watch any of these any time of year. And I think that that should be a factor. I think Edward Scissorhands is set at Christmas. Tim Burton's doing a lot of Christmas. Just put that together. What's up with that? Why does he have so many Christmas things? He's got some issues. That guy. <laughs> Somebody somebody called Tim Burton's dad. Ask him what happened. Now, if there's a known story about Tim Burton's dad, I retract that joke. But I don't think that there is because I don't I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> um There's ones that I haven't seen that I feel like would qualify for this list, you know? There's like Bad Moms Christmas. And there's Office Christmas Party. I feel like those aren't like Christmas movies. They're like trying to be comedies. Um, Friday After Next would fit into that category, although I haven't seen that. I assume that that movie sucks. So let's not. <laughs> and say we did. Um, I mentioned last week jingle all the way when i was talking was it last week i don't even remember but when i was talking van damme and like schwarzenegger how that movie is pretty good but i would say that i would probably only want to watch that at christmas time but that's one that like passes the list you know that's like a rare like yeah i'm into it which i think a christmas story too i like wouldn't really want to watch in like june like i would do it but i don't anticipate it. So I think that those are those are two of the big ones that are like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, and like I guess Christmas Vacation would pass that list too. 
Um, but like Home Alone, I haven't seen to be honest. Don't really give a shit either. I'm sure it's not as good as the hype suggests. I have seen Home Alone two, and I like Home Alone two. Um, but that's way better to me because it's not set in a home. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'll check it out at some point. But uh, I think both of those count as like a thing you'd watch outside. But that's pretty obvious. You know, I think you can lump those in with the diehards of the world. Um, But I mean, yeah, there's not like a ton. You know, there's a lot of sweet little examples that kind of hit in that spot. Um, as Which I just referenced. But uh, there's not a ton, because a lot of it is just, like, mush. Here's the goo. Come get the goo. I hear that Krampus is good, but I, I don't know. Haven't seen it. Could be. I remember uh, Bill Goldberg, the WCW legend that uh, Vince McMahon destroyed. We're not going to get into that, though. Where my Goldberg head's at. Uh, he made a movie called Santa's Slay, where he played Santa, but he murdered people. Basically like in Futurama, the way they had Xmas, which was great. Those are really the best depictions of Christmas, I feel like. Just done television specials and episodes. That's where you really want it, because it's the characters you already know. You know what I mean? Like, that's what Christmas is always missing in those movies. It's like, oh, well, here's new characters, but this movie's just about Christmas. So none of them matter and none of them are developed. and none. Of, you know what I mean? That's why A Bad Mom's Christmas works as a sequel, but not as an original. Because it's like, who the fuck are these moms? Oh, we know the bad moms. We like the bad moms. Right? That's why you can watch Friends have a Christmas episode. And it's chill because you know them. You know, and I, I like the Charlie Brown shit. Those are always good, I think. I don't know. Which one's the Christmas one? They get the shitty tree. That's fun. Who doesn't love a shitty tree? I, I personally don't understand the whole, like, let's put a tree in my house. You know, is not the whole point of having a house. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you're not outside. We build the houses out of the trees to stay separated from them. You know? Merry Christmas. Let's go sleep in the woods. Doesn't make any sense. You know, it's a fire hazard. You know? You want it to smell like pine? Get some pine cones. I don't know what to tell you. Not my tree, not my problem, as I always say. Anyway. That wasn't good. I apologize. Uh, I, I've, you know, an early episode, I did a Festivus episode of this show, and I stick to it. I think that that is the proper holiday to celebrate. That's what I've been celebrating the whole time. You know what I mean? I'm not celebrating Jesus. I'm celebrating Santa. It's just gifts. That's all we do in my... So you know what I mean? Let's just get the aluminum pole and let's make it our own. You know? I think that that's more fun. Now, I don't know how well that's going to go over with the old ball and chain. You know? The old broad. That dumb bitch. <laughs> Can't wait to get married so I can talk shit about my wife. That's going to be fun. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. Why do we need themed entertainment? You know? It's not like you have to watch fucking, like, The Silence of the Lambs on Christmas. I don't know. Whatever. Wonder Woman's coming out. That'll be fine, I guess. Didn't see the first one. Don't really care. I'm just out. They overdid it. Everybody overdid it, and it is just disgusting. And I, uh, I'm out. I'm on. I'm on Marty's side, at this point. You know. At first, you know, you hear it. Well, I guess I didn't have this rea. I, I guess not everybody had this reaction. But I heard it. 
I heard him say, like, the Marvel movies aren't cinema. And my initial reaction is like, dude, come on. Like, they're movies. So, like, they they're, they just are. But it's like, they're really not. They're really not. It's just a formula. You're just plugging shit in. You could have made... You could have write those movies with an Excel spreadsheet. And that's that's not a movie. You know what I mean? Like... It doesn't have the spirit <laughs> for lack of words. You know, I'm blanking on what I really want to say, but fuck them. Not watching. Although, if they're going to really do that live action Spider-Verse thing and they do Garfield and Maguire, really into that, especially if they can find a way to make it work and then it'll break all of the continuity jams that everybody hates that i hate of having multiple people play it in multiple timelines and all that shit that was the genius of spider-verse in the first place if they could do that but then they might start a trend of everybody trying to canonize their shitty disjointed cinematic adaptations so hopefully it doesn't start a pattern like that but i hope that they nail it and I hope everybody could just recognize that Tobey Maguire is the one true Spider-Man. Really insane that that's not a, a consensus in talking to people. Everybody's like, oh, Spider-Man 3. It's like, yeah, it's the only one that even got to 3. Well, they're making a third one, of the obviously, of the other one now. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but the first two are unbelievable. How many times am I going to have to come on the show and bring this up? Spider-Man just gets me so hot. It's really what it is. You can't bring up Spider-Man around me. <laughs> it's basically what I've learned. You dig in a ditch. He's fixing a divot! Little classic Wayne Knight from Space Jam there for you. You know, just felt right. It just felt right. Look, so that's Christmas. Oh, I forgot to mention. Duh. My number one pick for underrated, like, to this is one of the rare movies where it's, like, critically, like, panned beyond belief, like, as a shit box movie that I am super into. There's a few of them. Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. You may not consider it a Christmas movie because you're a fucking asshole. Because that's the thing. It's like some people say Merry Christmas and they just mean Happy Holidays. Right? And those people don't get the difference. And that's fine. That's a reasonable thing. You're like, dude, I'm just fucking saying it. I don't really care. But then there are people that like, in, they're like, Merry Christmas. Like, they're like, and here's a Jesus dollar. And it's like, I'd rather have a real dollar. This is insane. You know, they're like really like religious-y about it. And that's not cool. But the point is, the, the point of a Christmas movie is what it really should be is it just captures the essence of the season, which includes our Jewish friends. You know, I, I, I think I may be one of them. Who knows? Somebody pay for my 23 and me. Again, conversation for another time. You know, maybe 2021 we get a little ancestry going. But anyway, it's part of the season. So a Hanukkah movie counts. Also, you know, somebody had to try and make one. So that's a big effort. Also, it's good. It's good. I don't like musicals. It's a musical, especially animated ones. I would put that in. I, I have an alt musical list. Which is basically, I like only musicals that are the weird ones that don't really count. Like this Christmas movie list. What a shocker. Um, but uh, So that's one for another time. I'd have to really sit and think about those. But A Crazy Nights is awesome. I, d I don't get it. How it's just like so hated. It sh I wish that it had a renaissance. You know? Um, yeah, some of the humor is a little childish and whatever it's adam sandler i mean come on but this was he like made this at his peak he like used all his powers i would assume to get a nice little animated movie for all the jewish kids out there people shit on it i think it's good i think you should watch it that's a technical foul 
I mean, come on, it's classic. Smell you later, poopsicle. I love it. I've seen it a lot of times, actually. Because, like, even when I was a kid, I was like, I don't want to watch the bullshit. I knew it. I was like, give me the goods. Give me the Sandman. Everybody loves the Sandman. But that, okay, so that's Christmas. <laughs> we we got it. You know, and maybe I left a couple things out. Who knows? Whatever. I'm sure that, like I said, the TV special thing, there's a million of those. Wanted to go movies. Feel like there's less movies about Christmas because they don't make any money, I'm sure. Or it's a risk. You know, it's either like everybody's going to go or nobody's going to go, and that's not a path you want to go down. Uh, but regardless, those are the fun ones. I got to queue up a list of all of those, and you'll have a good Christmas. You know, however many things I named in whatever order. I wanted to go a little loose. I'm sick of the structure. I was doing too much structure. Do you like the structure? Let me know. I don't know. Just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be in the giving spirit. I don't want to be all ranky. Be like, this is number one. This one's shit. Although, I'll tell you when it's shit. I've already done that. <laughs> fuck them. Carson Wentz, get the fuck out of here. But uh, they're all good. You know, you got to drive with which one I drive with. Anyway, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. It's we're, we're, we're moving on to New Year's now because this is my New Year's Eve party. Like I said, um, I just think the thing that I'm upset about with is that everybody puts their ye- best of the year list out on December 1st now. I remember like literally it was like December 1st or whatever the first day. Yeah, the first day of December was a Tuesday. And all the best of the year came out. I'm like, wait, there's a month left in the year. There's a whole bunch of stuff still coming out. So it's like, these are all bullshit. Basically, if you drop an album or... Yeah, most of them were albumless, not really. But movie lists, too. If you drop anything, like, in December, you just don't get put on any lists unless you sent out a screener or something. Kind of horseshit, just because everybody wants to get their clicks in early. It's like, dude, the year's not over. You know? Put it out December 26th. Come on. Um. Now, unfortunately... Given the year, I don't have a movie list. I don't know how many movies I even saw that were new. Uh, I mean, pre-Pandy, I don't even think I went, to be honest. And then post, haven't been keeping up. Don't want to pay $30 to watch whatever, and then it sucks. Uh, didn't w- almost risk my life to go see Tenet. Not that it would have risked my life, but you know what I mean. Um, But, you know... Not really a big Nolan guy. Although I do really want to see Dunkirk still. Still haven't done it. Still slacking. I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, whatever. And so, you know, just not comfortable. Like, definitely way out, way behind. Missed almost everything. (laughs) So, couldn't really do that. And then, like, I don't know. Albums is trickier and trickier every year. You just... There's just so much. You know what I mean? You don't even realize it. You Then the end of the year comes, you realize you listen to like 900 different albums. It's like, well, fuck. I got to pick the best one, and I missed 2,000 of them. You know? Everybody drops. There's fucking 400 drops a week. I'm supposed to keep up with all these people? There's no way. So listen, on a personal level, I just kind of cobbled it together just off the top of the dome. And here's the biggest reason why I'm upset with the year-end list thing is because the Avalanche has dropped after all these lists, and it's the album of the year, I think. It also is t- kind of too soon to say. So I'm going to say the five, my top five. Put them in whatever order you want. Okay, I'm going to stick with that, like with the movie thing, whatever I listed. You know, we're keeping it loose. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just know that that new Avalanche's record is as good as their first one, if not better, which is insane to say because that shit's amazing. So put that on the list. Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist. I mean, without question, that was holding the title literally undisputed until a contender came along in December. So that's huge. Uh, Tame Impala, Slow Rush, I loved it. 
I did an episode on that when it happened. Uh, another glimpse in time over there. But that just has to stay on there. Um, and then, you know, Fleet Foxes, surprise. But, man, that shit was unbelievable, as always. And Sufjan Stevens, great, as always. Um, so those are the ones. Loved them. Definitely were all of my favorites, and they all came at really good times. You know, and there's a bunch of honorable mentions. You could make it a top ten. I mean, I would have put it on, 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 on the list. On, on, on in the list. <laughs> but it's a re-release, so like Earl dropped his deluxe edition Feet of Clay, which made it even better. Um, It made it a fucking legit, super good, high-listen thing in my rotation. Because those two extra songs are fucking amazing. And really, he's just amazing. If you happen to catch my fucking most listened to of 2020, it uh, was basically all of some rap songs still. That record is unbelievable. So Earl is my guy forever. But that's the whole thing. Uh, Really, just any Griselda release. You know, they all fucking crushed it. But Benny's my guy. So shout out to Benny the Butcher. And, you know, whatever. There's a whole bunch of shit that was good. But it's just this weird thing. It's like, I got to be the first to get the list out. You know, same thing. Christmas movie specials in podcasts and on YouTube and whatever. They all came out first week of December. It's like, we got to dive right into it. And it's like, well, on your show, you also talk about how you hate fucking Christmas music starting too early but you gotta get on the show cause you gotta get the clicks it's like where's the authenticity people you know and look maybe I'm guilty of it too right I originally didn't want to do anything thematic at all but then I thought to myself who are we kidding you know what I mean cause it all just it's all just one big cyclical thing because There's either people talking about a topic or there's people talking about how they hate that everybody's talking about that topic, which in turn is talking about that topic. And you're going to fall into one of those two categories most of the time. Because then if you truly ignore it, it's like, well, what fucking planet is this person living on? Right? This is is the battle. (laughs) This is my internal struggle. Some people have alcoholism. I can't decide if I'm a contrarian or not. My instinct is no. You know? It's like, I don't want to disagree. Y'all are just fucking stupid. (laughs) I don't know. And isn't that what's most important? Can't we just admit that we don't know? Can't we just admit that things are tough? We're not all perfect. You know? That's what I want. You know, you get sick of hearing the argument and then you get sick of the argument about people hearing about the argument. And then you're making the argument that you're sick of hearing about the argument that's about making the argument in the first place. And it's like, well, when does it end? You know. It's like, am I postmodern or am I a toilet? You know, it's hard to say. You can never really gauge it. Um, but there is a thing I heard recently that kind of drove me up the wall. And, I, like, I'm not one to, like, have a big reaction to something that somebody says. You know what I mean? I don't usually, like, freak out because a sentence was said. It's like, you know, they could have misspoke or whatever. I don't know. I'm just not shocked by a lot. But I was listening to some show recently, just casually in the background, and I hear this guy say, I don't think you realize, this is paraphrasing, but he's like, I don't think you realize just how close we are to, like, being on the brink of a civil war, right? And this was, like, a couple weeks ago, not in the summer when tensions were high and everybody was freaking out, and the sentence like that almost made sense at the time, but it's like, who is we in that statement? You know what I mean? Like, at this current state in time. Now, I'm not saying that, like, uh, any racial things don't need to be done. 
and that it wasn't correct at the time. I'm just saying, like, who's about to gear up and start fighting right now? For what? You know? They literally just told us, here's 600 bucks. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's what's about to happen? Who am I fighting for? I just thought that I just thought that, that was so crazy. Like, oh, you, Mr. Celebrity on the podcast, you're about to go fucking step up? Because you're not signing me up for anything. It's just like, fucking go outside. Who? Where is all this hysteria and tension and all this? Seems like everything's pretty normal for everybody all the time. It's like, just because you put that as your headline doesn't mean that it's real. You know? Still pretty chill. You know? Everybody just kind of wants to go to fucking work. (laughs) If anybody's mad at anybody, it's the government. So the government kind of needs to make it seem like we hate each other. Because then we'll kind of realize that uh, they've just been fucking around cashing all their checks. As everybody else is poor and losing their job and business and the country's falling apart. But your senator got paid. You know, I'm about to go fight a guy because he has a red hat on. Get over it. You know what I mean? It's over. You know? Also, like, whatever side the U.S. Army is on wins. So it's just like game over. It's just like I told that is just such an insane statement. The fact that other states are talking about seceding, like for who? For what? Over Donnie? Everybody needs to stop making this guy seem like he's that important. <laughs> it's not it's not bigger than this guy. It's crazy. Everybody just, you know, it's just about having the best headline with the most clicks. It's cr- it's just crazy. You know, you sign up. Okay, you let me know how that war goes, buddy. And, uh, yeah, I just immediately turned it off. I was like, this is a terrible show. What the fuck are you talking about? You know? And I can sit on here and I can ramble on about movies from 1994. And, you know, I would rather be quote-unquote out of touch than be spewing garbage like that trying to seem relevant. You know? Because that's just insane. We're not on the brink of civil war. We're on the brink of, like, mass homelessness. <laughs> you know? And nobody wants to do anything about that. It's like, get over your political bullshit. Who cares? Your little fights, your little ego boosts. The problems have gotten too big right now. You know? Get over trying to sound like... I don't know. The wokest guy on the fucking block. Because, you know, it's what people want to hear, you know? Maybe things aren't as bad as everything says. Isn't that, wouldn't that be a good thing? You know? It's like, no, we have to make this extreme to prove our point. It's like, eh. But wouldn't, wouldn't it just be better if things were better? Like, they're not, you know what I mean? I don't know. Could be a simple way of looking at it. But uh, if you're about to go murder half the country for no reason, it's like almost disrespectful to the original Civil War. You know what I mean? That you could be like, oh, we're going to do that again. It's like, ah, don't know if uh, really this qualifies as the same, <laughs> same type of battle where we need to fight. You know what I mean? Don't think it needs to be settled that way. But who knows? You know? Maybe uh, maybe there won't be a next episode because we'll be in martial law by then. And this will really look dumb. Who's to say? You know? I'm just a guy. <laughs> so it doesn't fucking matter anyway. So remember that going into the new year. <laughs> That's how we're going to close this one out. Merry fucking Christmas and happy fucking New Year. Uh, listen to alt music. You know, we could do the alt Christmas song list too, but I didn't really want to do that. That's a deep dive. 
That's a rabbit hole. You could really find some gems in there. But look, just fucking have a good time. You know, get your 600 bucks <laughs> and, you know, hope everything works out, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, you know, at least now you got some movie wrecks. You don't got to watch Christmas with the Cranks again. That shit house garbage. Anyway, you know, leaving, leaving on high spirits. This is Adam Pacora, Requiem for a Tuesday. Right if you subscribe. Uh, link to everything we're doing is below. Cop some merch. That was a plug I forgot earlier. Did a fucking five-minute intro of plugs. Didn't do the merch. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it's all in the description. We'll see you next year, 2021. Uh, Chinooka, Kwanzaa, Christmas, New Year's. Enjoy it all. Uh, I might. Who fucking knows? <laughs> we'll see. I hope the Bears fucking win. Go Bears. That's all that really matters. If you take anything away from this episode, it's go Bears. And, uh, yeah. I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator. <laughs>